Welcome to 31 Tales for October. Hello, good evening, happy weekend. Apologies for the late uh, upload of a new episode. As usual, it's taken me ages, uh, but I had a, a bit of a horror story of my own this month. Uh, a big part of my road actually burnt down, uh, a big fire. Uh, spread from roof to roof, spread very quickly and miraculously it stopped when it got to my block. Well, not miraculously, uh, there was the work of a lot of lot of fire services, uh, people up on cherry pickers blasting, blasting the roofs and the buildings with water to stop the fire from spreading any further. Uh, it was a very, very hot day. The fire spread very quickly from roof to roof. Um, so it was quite scary, very dangerous, and uh, my uh, my place actually got cordoned off, so I wasn't able to get in for quite some time. So I've got I've actually got an excuse this month as to why I'm so slow at uploading a new episode. Uh, but yeah, uh, very scary situation. So make sure you uh, remind your parents to check their smoke detectors. Make sure they're working. Give them a little test. Um, so another a couple of announcements before um, we start the tale. Um, so I recently uh, re-edited the book that's available on Amazon. So it's uh, available in e-format or a physical real book that you can hold. Um, so as I was uploading the episodes and as I was reading them aloud, I noticed quite a few errors to my, uh, which drove me absolutely crazy. Um, so. I do apologise if you've got one of the limited edition typo uh, edition copies. Um, you may have fun spotting the errors, um, which uh, drove me very bad, uh, mad, and I didn't want to um, obviously leave that as it was. So I've gone back and re-edited that, and I've put it back up. I've also removed the um, the so originally the profits went to to charity. So I've removed that now because. Um, because I had it set at the lowest cost for the book, um, Amazon took uh, the, the the main percentage of the profits anyway. So although I was saying the profit goes to charity, um, which obviously my part did, there was actually a very small percentage. And because um, there's not been many sales, uh, you know, it's really not, not the best way to try and get money to charity. It's actually better just to give to charity yourselves than, than buy the book, if you know what I mean. So. Uh, I'll probably look for another way to do that, but I've removed that now and I've I've re-edited um, the book as I say, so it is available um, if you want to want a copy. Um, also, we're coming to the end now um, of the original book, which this podcast is based on. Um, a few more episodes left until we hit that uh, thirty-one tales mark, uh, plus the bonus Christmas one. So it should be thirty-two episodes. But fear not, I've already begun work on season two. Um, and that will be slightly slightly different. So the things that I've started on are actually gaming-inspired episodes, um, which should appeal to most of the kids out there. Um, and currently, it's looking to be called something like either Tales from the Rift or Tales from the Never. So depending on your preference of Fortnite or Minecraft, um, the overall stories will be under the name of, of one of those uh, if you've got any preference obviously just drop me an email um, I'd love to know because I'm really struggling to decide whether it's tales from the rift or tales from the nether um, 
but yeah let me know if you've got a preference on that I've already started writing um, the first two I'm kind of halfway through the first two at the moment um, so they'll be coming to you shortly it just depends on how long it takes me to upload the next few episodes and uh, if I have any more fires in the meantime um, I think that is all for now I hope everyone is well and uh, let's begin the story Campfire Tale The three of us were camping in my back garden, George, Meg and I all sitting around a wood burner. We toasted marshmallows over the fire and drank hot chocolate with cream and now we were telling ghost stories. The only rule was that we had to use something around us, something from our little camping site in each of our stories. Meg had told a tale about a skeleton clawing its way up from beneath Mum's flower bed and scratching its bony fingers up and down our tent in the middle of the night. George had come up with a tale about a troublemaking fire goblin that had come out the wood burner and only went away when we threw our hot chocolate over the flames and put out the fire. Neither's story was very frightening and I had only been half listening as I racked my brains to come up with an idea of my own. Finally it came to me. My story would be about a tent but not the outdoor kind. It would be about the kind that clipped onto the sides of a bed. So, I began, I never told you both this, but I used to have a younger brother. Both Meg and George looked at each other, unsure if I was telling the truth or if this were part of my story. My little brother used to build forts and castles from boxes and cushions and blankets. He'd push the dining room chairs together and put his bed covers over the top to make a tent. Like a cat, he'd snuggle inside and spend ages there. Sometimes I'd find him fast asleep, curled up on sofa cushions like a tiny bed. If you really had a little brother, said George, sounding suspicious, what was his name? When you told your story about the goblin that came out of my wood burner and ate all our marshmallows, I didn't interrupt you and ask what its name was, did I? Over the flickering flames I saw Meg begin to smirk. George pretended to zip his mouth closed. He locked it with an invisible key, then pretended to throw it over his shoulder. His name was Billy and he was as real as you or I. Billy loved to sleep in small, snug places. So on his fourth birthday, my parents bought him a special bed tent. The tent would clip onto the mattress and cover the top half of the bed. The tent was quite tall, so he had plenty of space inside, and it even had a pocket to put toys or snacks. Sometimes my brother liked to watch movies in his room, but he couldn't see the TV through his new tent, so he would put his pillow at the other end of the bed and watch cartoons or films. One night, while sitting up at the other end of his bed, Billy noticed a shadow move inside of his tent. The shadow was sitting up looking at Billy. As Billy moved closer to get a better look, the shadow did the same. He unzipped the tent and by the light of the TV, Billy could see the shadow was actually a little boy just like him. The boy grinned at Billy with glowing green eyes and sharp pointy teeth. Behind the boy there was another bed and a bedroom just like Billy's only this room belonged to the boy in the tent. 
The boy was lonely and he took Billy by the hand and pulled him into the tent. When my parents went to say goodnight, the tent was zipped up again, but Billy wasn't inside and his room was empty. Sometimes I wonder where my little brother is now and if he's still in that other boy's world. I wonder if they're building dens and forts together and playing all day long. At first, Meg and George sat quietly, just listening to the crackle of the fire. Wait a minute, said George suddenly. If your little brother disappeared and you never saw him again. Yes, I said. How do you know about the boy with the glowing green eyes and the pointy teeth? Meg was laughing at him again. It's just a story. It's not real, right? She said, looking at me. Before I could answer, we all noticed a shadow moving inside our tent. The shadow of two little boys standing side by side. Thank you for listening. Until next time. Thank you.